Welcome to the 44 Days Abroad podcast. I've got episodes that will hopefully inspire you, at least interest you in what happens when you go abroad with your family while working, while running a company, while being a mom and a wife. We celebrated our 24th wedding anniversary, having my husband's 52nd birthday, Father's Day, all while we're traveling. What will that be like? So I'm so glad you're here. I can't wait to share it with you. Hello, hello. I am so excited to be able to share this episode with you. I'm going to go through some Q&A. I had some great questions come in, like how did you prep your business? Um, what are you most excited about? How are you scheduling your days to be both present with family and my business? And one person asked if I am working at all or if I'm completely off the clock. And so let's start with that one. Well, I am, I am totally working. Um, I've always sought to have integration. So as a lifelong entrepreneur, I'm always working regardless of whether I'm getting paid for it or not, because I'm always thinking, always thinking, how can I make this better? How can I create something even when I'm traveling and I'm not necessarily actively seeking to invest in a new business? Um, that's just where my brain goes. So even being here, I'm like, oh, so I'm just thinking about like, every time we go into a business, I'm always thinking about their business model and how they're making money and trying to decipher who's in charge where the money's coming from, how they're funded. And again, sometimes I ask questions. Sometimes I just try to figure it out on my own. It's just fun for me to think about it. Not everybody likes that. So for me, though, am I working at all or am I off the clock? My answer is I'm really never off the clock because I'm always thinking about it. I'm always thinking about my clients. I'm always thinking about business. I'm always thinking about how to serve and support and innovate. And um, I love it. And now when I do that, I get to have a different view. And so it doesn't have to be Venice, although I can tell you, this place is like a movie set. Every, it doesn't even look real. I mean, and I'm sitting on our back patio right now, which is basically facing an alley. But even the alley looks like I'm in a ding movie. It's insane. Even the laundry looks good. It's like hanging from people's side buildings. It's like, I can't even with this place. It's so good. I can't even. Um, we looked, of course, lit some houses. Uh, I mean, they're not actually that expensive. It's not a full house. It's like an apartment you would buy, but it's still not, it's not New York City pricing. Um, now, I'm sure there's extra costs and things that I haven't even thought of. Not that we can even, I'm not even sure we could purchase a building or a, or a home here in terms of legally. Like, do we need to be residents? These are all questions we would have to have answered. And I'm sure some of you listening to this probably have those answers. So if you do, hit reply to this email. <laughs> Find me, admin at com, And please let me know where I should be looking. Because I definitely want to entertain that idea. Whether we completely decide to do that or not would be up to the research. But to answer the first question, are you working at all or are you off the clock my answer is, I'm always working because I'm always thinking, and I'm always thinking about the business, the people, and how to make it better. Um, and that's who I've always been before I was married, before I was a mom. Um, and now my family just gets to be a part of that with me. Uh, even as my child, when I, he comes home from school trips or when he comes home from even just a day at school, my questions are probably different than I think most parents. Do you hear that? So the back alley that our terrace overlooks... We're about, we're on floor one, so we're about 20 feet off of the canal, and boats go by all the time, and it's really fun to see the different boats. This one boat that just went by, it was just a flat boat. It, it looked new, but it had two lawn chairs, didn't have any seats, it just had <laughs> lawn chairs, two, because there were two dudes, they looked young, I don't know, again, I'm, everybody looks, anybody south of 30 looks young to me, 
so I don't know how old they were for real, but they were, you know, thumping their music. It was like, it was kind of like, you know, like, <laughs> like a hoopty. That's what we would call it in Detroit. <laughs> then there was another guy that drove by, had a super sparkly, like red boat. And it was really nice. The upholstery was gorgeous. And he was just cruising along. Uh, and I was like, that's like the equivalent of having like a really, like, a, like, you know, that's your Ferrari that you get to drive down the street. That's your boat. <laughs> Anyways, it's really, really cool how the boats just, you pull your boat right up into your parking space, right in front of your door. And then some of them have garages. And I'm sure you've seen movies if you haven't been here. Um, It is everything it looks like and more. So first question down. Okay, second question that I want to answer is how did you prep your family? Well, I will say that um, it is me and my husband who have been married now 24 years tomorrow as I record this. And, um, (laughs) you know, being married is hard. Getting divorced is hard, right? Choose your heart. Um, so how did I prep my family? We also are, are under the tutelage of a parenting coach, Laura Lyles Reagan. Thank you. Shout out to you. Um, and she's been helping us be better parents for our 12-year-old because, you know, as soon as our kids, as soon as we think we figured them out, they change, right? And um, we don't want to repeat the same parenting style that we received and, you know, again, the world was completely different when we were kids, 70s and 80s, um, culturally um, and everything else. So we want to be supportive, not permissive, but encouraging, not insistent is a fine line, right? <laughs> like Jerry Seinfeld says, there's a fine line between great and sucks, right? Great. Well, that sucks. <laughs> you have to watch his episodes. Okay. So how did I prep our family? Well, we spoke to Laura Lyles Reagan. We also um, had a sit down and said, listen, every day we're going to have something that we're going to do that's going to be out and about so that we can en- enjoy wherever we are. But we also have to bake in alone time. And sometimes that means sitting on a, at a table in a piazza <laughs> on our phones because sometimes it's really just nice to veg out and like watch a show or just scroll or just watch some funny videos right? Like, it's okay to do that. It's okay to relax. However that looks for you, stare off into space, read a book. And so sometimes that's what it looks like. Right now, it looks like each of us are in a different place. Um, I'm on the terrace, my husband is I don't know where somewhere in the house. And then uh, he just come to the store, he loves to go to the store, loves it. So God bless him. Um, He was telling me some of the things he bought. So that's fantastic. And then our kiddo is down in the like lower third bedroom area playing Rocket League with his friend from home, who he misses apparently, <laughs> which is great. So that is what we're all doing right now. We set aside two hours. We're like, okay, we're not going to talk to each other. <laughs> we're just going to do our own thing, whatever that looks like. And so I'm taking 20 minutes just to record this episode so that um, I can answer these questions. And of course, like I said already, I love what I do. I love the fact that I get to to, to share these experiences but not only um from a from a travel and family standpoint but also from a business standpoint and hopefully there's something that i'll say or something that you'll learn whether it's from me directly or inspired to look more online is that you can do anything you want whether it's summer in italy or whether it's anything whatever you want you can do it so how did i prep our family we talked about it we worked on this we we prep we prepped this experience for the last year and you know what it's still not going smoothly like we it's we've been here for 24 hours 
<laughs> which is the hardest, right? Like it's not the hard. I'm sure it's not the hardest, but it's definitely hard adjusting to time zones, right? Our our child has never had to adjust like this for this much time. He we went to Ireland for a week when he was seven, and you know I think it was a blur for him, and he didn't really have. Uh, too many responsibilities and it was a true like we were just there for spring break I think I had like <laughs> I don't know one meeting and um, the rest of the time we were just buzzing around so it was different than this right like this is like we are scheduling a whole summer here a long period of time so we had to pack differently we had to think differently we had to we have to act differently now that we're here but already in the first 24 hours he's like yeah I think I want to go home I'm like it's not gonna happen <laughs> good luck so he's like I was so excited and I had built it up so much in my mind and now it's not that great I'm like you're tired you're whacked your body's whacked my body's whacked we're all tired and even if it's daylight and it feel it is the middle of the day here it still doesn't feel like it in our bodies and so I said you've got to give it a, you know a week or so and I'm sure there's some some I don't know some equation that I've heard before like for every hour difference you got to give yourself a week well we're like six hours ahead so and we're only going to be here for six weeks <laughs> so we'll just in time to go back home and get messed up again <laughs> so you know if you know that walking in you're kind of know what you're facing um I feel like lowering our expectations right like that it's not all going to be like holding hands and like skipping down the street might we hold hands and skip down the street for like a minute maybe probably it would be funny but (laughs) but then 10 minutes later you know somebody's crying five minutes after that someone's happy again because they have you know gelato or they got a coca-cola or they found the restaurant they were looking for 10 minutes after that we're complaining and cranky with each other because we can't find the left-hand turn that the <laughs> that the GPS said it was supposed to be there, but we can't read the language, and we don't know whether we should take the ferry or we should walk. <laughs> like, it's all that. It's all that. So how did I prep my family the best I could? Does that mean we've avoided or, you know, uh, avoided any problems? Of course not. Does it mean we might have mitigated some of it? Hopefully. Does it mean we're all still tired and cranky? Yes. <laughs> Okay. What am I most excited about was another question that came in. I am most excited about seeing what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. This could be something that I come back from and be like, I'm never going to do that again. (laughs) I will wait till Ben grows up. I will. (laughs) And I will just travel by myself. (laughs) Um, Or I might be like, that was awesome. There are pieces of that that I want to do again. Or I might say, that was great. Let's do you know, Australia next year, or let's do another part of Europe next year. We'll see. You know, I would love to think that the latter is the the option, but I don't know. Um, but I'm here for 44 days. We booked it. It's prepaid. We're done. <laughs> we're, we're in it. It's like, <laughs> she's already pregnant. <laughs> we're not going back now. Right. <laughs> we're already strapped into the roller coaster. It's kind of like we just, we went to Universal Studios. We went to that Rip It Rocket roller coaster. I think that's what it's called. And, you know, you wait online for this length of time and then you get buckled in and you're like, oh my God, this is a bad idea. But like, you're already buckled in. So let's go. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's basically where we're at right now. <laughs> like we waited online. We were very excited. Now we get here. We're like, oh shit, did I make a bad choice? <laughs> Am I going to regret this? Will my family survive? These are the questions. And the answer is, I don't know. 
<laughs> I hope so, <laughs> you know. Um, but that's where we're at. Um, another person asked, how did you decide on the logistics, like where to stay, Wi-Fi, transportation? Well, I asked a lot of questions. And what's great about using Airbnb is you can rate them, uh, rate the properties or filter the properties rather by Wi-Fi strength. And so we stated everywhere that we've we've um, made reservations everywhere at Airbnbs that we feel had like the highest ratings. We also got... Um, for Wi-Fi and in general. <laughs> um, but we also brought a hotspot with us, an external hotspot where we can have like six devices on it all at any time. It's portable. It goes with us. It, it allows us to use our apps without cell service. So things like, you know, WhatsApp, Voxer, we have a VPN. So um, that's able to work. So those are all the things that we're excited about. Um, how are you scheduling your days to be both present for your family, yourself, and your business? And the answer is the same as I always do because I work in time blocks. So typically during a school year, you know, Ben is in school from like 8 to 2. And so that's when I focus on my work. I take calls like with clients on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um, Sometimes like one Thursday a month I'll be doing interviews or I'll be doing strategy sessions or I'll choose two Thursdays a month and I'll do one and then the other. So when someone buys my Sell Like a Mother program, uh, if they do a pay in full, they they typically get a one-on-one strategy session. So I do those typically on Thursdays, Um, but I don't have any scheduled while we're here. And so um, having said that, time blocking is the answer. So when Ben's at school, he goes to school Monday through Friday. Typically when he has a day off from school, I don't typically book anything um, unless I know there's something else going on. Again, I love to do what I do. So for me, it's a joy. So it's not like, oh, I have to work. It's more just like I don't want to work in replace of spending time with my family. I just want to work and want to also be with them. So sort of like what I said already about prepping the family. Like we know every day we're going to have at least two hours to just chill in the afternoon. And of course, we have a slow, we've also planned on having like a slow morning. And so slow morning time in the afternoon we'll do something every day around that city sometimes it'll be in during the day sometimes it'll be at night but we won't do two things in one day we made that commitment so with that time blocking I have meetings with my team typically I have those on Mondays but I've moved them to Tuesdays so that I can just have that I just need to be in one place on Tuesdays and Wednesdays so that we can have travel days on Mondays Thursdays Fridays Saturdays Sundays right um And we've also planned each stay to be a travel day on a Thursday so that it won't interfere with anything else I have going on and it allows us to have some sort of like rhythm, right? Like, okay, so Thursday through Thursday, Thursday through Thursday. And it's rough right now because we just got here, but I'm hoping that after this, you know, six weeks of doing this, that that rhythm will feel like a good thing, <laughs> right? It'll be like, okay, I know what to expect. I think that's a lot of where anxiety or upset or confusion or miscommunication comes from is that we're just not on the same page. So making sure we were all on the same page initially and then making sure that my team is on the same page. They know that I can be reached. I will answer back, but it is the same cadence as when I'm home. I'm not Johnny on the spot when I'm home either. Like anybody who boxes me or sends me a message knows it's a 24 hour turnaround time. Sometimes it's 23 hours. Sometimes it's 26 hours. Sometimes it's two minutes. If I happen to be scheduled for that time, if you happen to just you know send me a message and I happen to be online, 
because I do time block when I will be online also. And you'll notice that if you work with me, a lot of my clients have said that. They're like, I know that you. this must be your hour that you're scheduled online today because you just <laughs> liked three of my posts, voxed me a question, <laughs> replied to my email. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that good catch. <laughs> That's exactly what you're noticing. Um, so time blocking is the answer. Um, and for anybody that I've ever worked with that is not time blocking, getting them to time block is really just a matter of, agreeing with themselves that that's going to be okay that that it's going to be that everything's still going to get done if you just agree to only do it on these days during this time because I feel like time is just like a purse the bigger my purse the more crap I carry around the more stuff I put in there I don't even know what I got whereas if I have a small purse I know exactly what I have and I'm not um I'm not wondering where things are (laughs) so um at the same time, I think the same thing with time, right? If I know exactly what I'm going to do, when I'm going to do it, then I know when I'm done. And I, I teach this a lot to my clients who are like do events, uh, do speaking. Um, they like to, you know, live network. I'm like, when you go to these events, these conferences, these masterminds, you need, we need to set up a very specific plan and strategy so that you know when you're done because you're also going to want to relax. You're going to want to spend time either alone with your family, with your friends, or just not having to think about work. So I set all this up so that I know when I'm done. And that is massively important to me. So having said that, let's keep going with the questions. Um, how did I prep my business? Well, I prep my business by having an agreement with myself (laughs) that I will pre-plan everything. And so we had the content. We just need to agree on a schedule. So we have a schedule for our expert series, a publishing schedule. We have a publishing schedule for our Pathfinder Summit. We have a publishing schedule for our S-Word Live Show. We have a publishing schedule for our emails, for our marketing, for our campaigns, for our offers. And, you know, we know exactly what we're going to do for a few months, not just while I'm here. Um, But that's been a practice that we've put into place over time. Um, Are there still glitches? (laughs) Of course. Are there still things that get missed or things that we wish happened but didn't? Um, Yes. Um, So the world is not perfect, even with planning, uh, lots and lots of it. There's still, there's still things that happen. So if you have glitches and if things happen and you've made a plan, doesn't mean the end of the world it's just like a play right like you might know that you missed your line but nobody in the audience does unless they've studied the text as much as you have and even if they have they're going to give you grace because you're the one up there doing it you know so what I'm getting at is how did I prep my business well by putting systems processes and strategies in place having a plan putting it on the calendar making sure everybody knows what to do and how to do it and when to do it um and there's nothing better than that but that's not something that is different necessarily because I'm here it's just more condensed Um, and it's, so it says, what are you most concerned about? Um, I am most concerned that this will be a complete shit show. (laughs) That's just me being a worry wart, but we've made the plans. We've worked it out. So I'm pretty sure to be okay. Um, what am I most excited about? I'm most excited about sharing this with my husband because he has not been to Europe. Um, and there's so many things that he's introduced me to that, I want to share with him. And so I loved my time in Europe, uh, the times I've been here, and he had never been. So I hope that uh, I get to share that with him in those different moments because he's a total foodie, and he would totally 
we have totally gone on vacation to certain places because of a restaurant we saw or heard about, um, but in the States. So now in Europe, we can do it here. And he's already <laughs> watched 8,000 episodes of Somebody Feed Phil, and he found the gelato place that Phil went to in Venice. And we went to the Cicchetti place that Phil went to in Venice. So, you know, he's happy, and I'm happy when he's happy. Um, I also am most excited about my child seeing the differences in the world and, and honestly how similar we all are. Even if we don't speak the same language, our skin is a different color, we eat different foods, we like different things, we listen to different music, we drive different vehicles, we live in different types of houses. Or I just want him to know that we're humans and the world is innately a good place um, and that people are innately good and that he can be himself. And so I just want to open his mind to the fact that there are so many ways to live our life and so many ways he can live his life, no matter what that looks like. And it's so easy when you live in one place and you have your set of friends and you go to a certain school, you know, day in and day out, month in, month out, year in, year out, to feel like that's all there is. And it's so not, right? So for those of you who have traveled, I think that that's the biggest impact that I hear with the people that I know that travel often is, it just opens your mind in a way that no book, no movie, no podcast can. Being there, boots on the ground, smelling the smells. And there's a lot of smells here, by the way. Not, I'm not all good. <laughs> Last night, walking through the streets of Venice, he, Ben's like, there's a lot of cigarette smoke here. I'm like, yeah, there is a lot. Um, yeah, smoking is not. Uh, it's definitely more prom way like 80% more prominent here. I feel like, you know, five out of 10 people are definitely walking around with a cigarette in their mouth, which is not something we see in Michigan. So that's good for him to see at least. Um, so how did I prep my business? How did you prep your family? What are you most concerned about? What are you most excited about? How are you scheduling your days? How did you decide on the logistics, the Wi-Fi, and are you working at all or off the clock? Those are the questions that came in, and I think that I went through all of them in this 21, holy moly, minute video recording. Uh, I'm sorry, audio. And um, yeah, I'm hoping that you'll hear this and have more questions. Talk to you soon.